Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, folks. So, Tim, this episode was... The Candidate. The Candidate. But that's not really what we remember when we watch this episode. No, it is not. <laughs> no, this is this is a hard one. <laughs> uh, the Candidate. Yes, this is uh, the submarine episode. <laughs> the in- infamous submarine yes. episode. Where three of our main people die. Three main people from season one. You know, Saeed's is is very bittersweet because he's had a very dark turn and him sacrificing himself and revealing that, yes, Desmond is alive is kind of a redemptive moment. But Sun and Jin, man, Sun and Jin, losing them hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. I really was not looking forward to this episode, this entire (laughs) watch through. (laughs) Anyway, um, how about you, hon? What what were your uh, initial thoughts on this one? I hated seeing Sun and Jin die too. After all that, all the work they put in to try to find each other, and and now Sun's parents are going to raise their daughter. <laughs> and they poor Gion. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Sun's parents too. Having how they they're going to have no idea how how she died, and either of them died really because she was going to bring that news. Anyway, yes. I hated seeing them die. I'm ticked at the show for killing them. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those like bittersweet things on a rewatch, particularly them coming back together. They brought them back together the episode before they kill them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so mean. It's very yes. lost. <laughs> it is very lost. It's, it's so mean. What did you think of uh, Jack's, that whole situation with the bomb, how that all played out? Holy crap. <laughs> Wow. Well, now that I'm thinking about it as a whole episode, I know that Jack was thinking about that business with Desmond when the bomb stops, but it didn't stop this time. So, Oh, you mean the, the business with... with um, Richard. Richard, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, what they hadn't pulled it out. What? If they hadn't pulled the thing, though, I think it probably would have not blown up. Yeah, I think that's that's the interpretation we came away with, with later. I mean, at this point... It's hard to say if Jack is, is right or not. The theory is, if Jack is right, the survivors have been, been able to kill each other off this whole time. Or the candidates, I should say, have been able to kill each other off. But Jack's theory here is that the man in black himself can't kill them off, but he can trick them into killing themselves. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's kind of the theory. But it, yeah, so Jack was saying, look, he wants his own one spot, and so don't do anything with the bomb. If we do, we're going to kill ourselves. And then Sawyer's like, I don't believe you. Boom. Going back to our whole conversation, I mean, I will grant you if characters knew too much about what the actual stakes were going on into this, that whole scene would not have worked. Yeah, that scene works because basically, yeah, that scene works because for so long we're trying to figure out, okay, what is the man in black doing? Yeah, what are the rules to this game they're playing? And Mm -hmm. what is he doing? So if you were to explain things earlier on, that wouldn't have worked. You you might be able to give us a little more. Parameters, parameters. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to reveal that. Some parameters for what the what's going on exactly, and the whole like issue of faith and is this really what's going on? Is this not what's going on? I mean, that's playing out with with Jack and hardcore and, with it, Jack. This well with Jack oh, and yeah. Sawyer in and a Sawyer. Lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. Sawyer is kind of taking the place of who Jack used to be. Yeah, that's in true. terms of like the night. Like, no, we're leaving. We got to get out of here. Now it's interesting on the watch through. Like I saw, like Locke takes the watch. Takes a bomb. 
Oh watched, yeah, I forgot when he took the watch. Oh off yeah, the, I want. Yeah, the, I, I was like, I what, is that, that. what yeah. is that watch about? But but I noticed him handing Jack the backpack. Oh, it was super slick. There's a quick scene where he hands Jack his backpack. It's like uh-huh. oh, you can't even you can, you can you can completely miss it. Mm-hmm. I think I do remember seeing Jack take a backpack from Locke and thought, "Huh, why is he taking Locke's backpack?" Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess the idea was that he was giving him his backpack or Jack Jack's backpack. So he stole the watch before he even made it to the plane. Yeah. Before he saw the C4. Either he knew it was there or... He had an idea. I think he suspected that Widmore would have, like you said, like he would have put the the fence around the plane if he didn't want him off. Yeah, from that, I mean, even that early on, he had a plan. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think Widmore was trying to kill the candidates. I think maybe that was Widmore's trap to maybe try to kill the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. And Man in Black just said it was to kill everyone else. Well, I wonder. I never connected this, I don't think. But he put the candidates in the cage to say, to protect them. Uh-huh. And then remember he was testing the electromagnetism on Desmond. Uh-huh. I think he was going to try to use that to kill the smoke monster. Oh. He was just testing on... He wanted to test with Desmond to make sure that... That Desmond would be safe. He but, will, that's why he used him. He knew it would be safe for that much. Mm-hmm. But I think I think he wanted to use it on Smoke Monster, which makes sense to a certain extent, to control it with island hmm. properties. I guess. Yeah. So, like, maybe trap him in there. Like, maybe you could stasis him. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. That's a theory I just had. I just never thought of that. But, but wouldn't, they have, wouldn't he have seen those on the plane? The, unless they never had time to hook up the generators. Like, but I mean, I'm not saying on the plan. I'm just saying he's trying to blow. He's trying to make sure he doesn't get off the island. Oh well, okay. But I'm just saying I was trying to figure out why were they even electrocuting De- Desmond? I can't remember what he said, but it was for part of a plan. And maybe I'm completely off. Maybe I missed something back of that episode. Well, he was talking about trying to trying to make sure Desmond was able to survive that again. Okay. Oh, maybe. Okay. So maybe the plan was what's going to actually be the plan. You mean what's going to happen later yeah. on? Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. May, okay. So yeah, I, I, off on the I feel like I feel like the not the next episode, but next episode after that, we hear more from one more about what he's actually thinking in all of this. Okay, okay. Um, from okay. what I was peeking ahead a little bit on Lost P or something. Okay. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what he says. <laughs> Given accounting of, him, of yourself, yes. one more, you're you've been about as inscrutable as Man in Black this whole time. So this episode proves again that Man in Black is by far the most. Experienced con man on an island full of con men. <laughs> so let me get this straight. He's been telling everyone we're getting off this island and had a, or been presenting them with at least an idea or two about how to do that. But the whole time he was trying to get the candidates to kill themselves, each other. To get them into one spot so he could arrange. For them to be killed? Yeah. Or, yeah, that for somehow they would create their own. Death. Destruction. Destruction. I mean, it. it is still, I, I will say, I don't think he could plan every minute detail. I mean, certain things certainly came together. Like, one, at first, Jack was like, I'm not getting on that sub. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then Kate got shot by a Winmore person. So that, which is what brought Jack onto the boat. And honestly, even the reason that Jack even opened up his backpack. That's the one that bothers me. But yeah. I think Jack getting on the sub or not, he could have found a way, I think, one way or another. I mean, he saved Jack last episode largely because he knows that people trust Jack. True. Mm. And, and, he was, and he was trying to build trust with Jack, too. But I think even if he got all the rest of them on the sub, then he only has to take care of one candidate. Yeah, although now I think about it, if the bomb was on the sub, or if the bomb was in Jack's backpack, 
Yeah. If you don't get Jack onto the sub, the sure. whole thing falls I th- apart. I think, I think he, again, a lot of this content stuff is almost like Joker level, but I think he thought he could convince him one way or another. Yeah. Either through Claire or something. Maybe if, if he himself had, like, accidentally shot one of them or something, that would mm-hmm. have gotten Jack onto it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. There's, I think there's moves he could have made. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, the fact that he knows his end game and no one else does does give him an advantage. Oh, yeah, and, a lot of work, yeah. And a lot of wiggle room and finagle a situation to the way he wants it. Let's, yeah. Let's talk sideways. Yeah, let's talk sideways for a little bit. That's a good idea. So this one was not quite as, like, everybody all over. This was really focused mostly on Jack and Locke. And fascinatingly, I think. With Indeed. a little bit of Claire, yeah. Given what was going on on the island, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, Jack is still kind of being a man of faith, and Locke is being, not a man of science, necessarily, but more of a a doubter. But you know, it's, a, in, it's interesting. As Purgatory, like, all his faith for the island, he was a sucker, like um, Man Bach says. Uh-huh. And so, like, obviously he's working through, well, I can't believe things anymore. Everything went mm. horribly wrong when I did the whole faith thing. Yeah, he felt guilty for something. I'm very curious when this afterlife actually starts. I don't know the details of how any of this actually works. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, I think... I think it starts with the plane. Probably, I think they all show up on the plane and have, the plane. have histories. And it, yeah, they just added a subconscious in. thing that they they yeah. have memories that they had have from themselves. That's how I would read it. But. Okay, that, which yeah makes that makes more sense to me. I mean, in some ways, it seems kind of fitting for Anthony Cooper's Purgatory to be an invalid. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was gratifying. So in a sad way. He gets a gratifying ending, and the, but but Loxo has the guilt of. Of having of done, his life, of, of something gone horribly wrong in his past. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to read it. And it seems like I also read into Locke, Locke's sideways, the I can't do X. Mm-hmm. You know, his thing is mm-hmm. don't tell me what I can't do. Yeah. And he has this vague proof in his life of something that he couldn't do. He couldn't mm-hmm. fly the sinking plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his father is proof of that and he can't escape it. And he can't escape from the fact that he can't do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I, that's purgatory for yeah. John Locke. <laughs> it is interesting that uh, in real time, another plane caused problems for Boone. So it's like almost a transition. Like almost oh, like a... I didn't think of that. I just not, I don't think I've ever thought of that before. Huh. But I'm sure that's in the background yeah. with the writers, those connections. Uh, I, I can see that. I can see that. That's clever. Ugh. Nice, uh, nice cameo from Bernard here. Yes, yes, that Bern- was great. <laughs> Bernard, the dentist, doing his dentist stuff. <laughs> it's like eight fifteen. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> and Jack is like, I'm meeting all kinds of people from that flight. After the fact, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe I recognized the tune the music box was playing. The music oh. box with no thingy in it. Yeah, from uh, when Claire on Island was uh, had been captured by the, the others and. Ethan had put her in that nursery. Okay. I was wondering if that's... Is that her lullaby, the one that she... she yeah. Is it that one? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Her, the lullaby that she wanted to have sung to Aaron, and that I think she actually sung him herself. So. Mm-hmm. Also, Natasha, you pointed out the mirror thing, uh-huh. which is something I feel like we've forgotten to, to commentate on. It has been every episode, I'm pretty certain. Every In every Flash Sideways, yep. there's someone looking at a reflection of mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Huh. Like, Kate looked at herself in the mirror. Desmond was, was see, looking at a reflection of himself in the, like, airport display or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Sawyer saw himself in a mirror and, and punched, punched it. it. Yep. <laughs> Jack cut him or noticed his cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could read that into that way you will. It may just be they're like clever, like this is a mirror universe or this is a reflection of ourselves or however you want to read that. But it's a, it's a fun little recurring thing. Yeah, they've been very consistent about it. Yeah, I, I just don't think we had talked about it because I kind of forgot or overlooked mm-hmm. it that there was a mirror in the, in the music box. And I think, on the side of the thing is. The Jack Locke interaction in any timeline has always been interesting. <laughs> but the whole, like, I wish you believed me. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> Ouch. It's like Ouch. Both ways. We're pulling out all our catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun, interesting parallelism for Jack to be saying to Locke, I wish you had believed me in the sideways. Yeah. On island. Whether it's man in black or actual Locke. Yeah, it's Locke saying to Jack, "I wish you'd believed me." Yeah, Man in Black is his plan is so so ridiculously insidious. We just keep trying to make friends with people so they'll do what he says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I guess is sort of his was his deal was being Christian Shepherd, yeah, being Echo's brother. I mean, that's sort of his role is to mm-hmm. win over hearts and minds and then kill them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wonder how much of oh, I mean, do you think some of his influence on Locke even early on is how he got some? I mean. Is that how you get Boone killed and things like that? Just I'm trying to remember. I, I don't know. I, uh, I've been for so long, but I wonder. I, I mean, he's always used Locke for a while to do stuff. But. Could, I don't remember any island magic that was directing him, that pushing him that direction at the time. Although, who knows? I mean, we've probably tried to explore those sorts of things way back in yeah, when true. we were doing the yeah, Rewatch my, season and, one and two. Have you seen it much more recently than I have? So. Um, and it's not coming to mind right now, but you never know. That's been one of the interesting things about the Rewatch, looking back and saying, okay, so who is... What's going on here in these scenes? Like, is what's the man in black doing? And how does this explain this? And... And there's answers from all over the place. Like the, I think we said before, the tunnels that the others have go throughout the island in some ways helps explain how the others could randomly appear in places that mm. they're like, how did you, where did they come from? <laughs> they just disappeared underground. At least that's our theory. That's one thing they never really say outright. Yeah. But anyway, that's getting into the weeds. Anything else about this particular one? Port Sawyer did not want to go into those cages, uh, and I don't blame him. Nope. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, not again. <laughs> He's like, this is just feel like we're going around in circles, which probably yeah. some some of the critics of Lost probably felt the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I, I just go back to the submarine scene. Just that whatever section of time, I don't know, this one act, it just, it just ramps up and it's... That scene goes, it's it's a lot of tension really fast. Yeah. Because suddenly you've got this ticking clock and... And it's very effective. And and Jack's like coming up with this new theory for the island of how things and work. And suddenly things start like, clicking your brain and you're like, like we gotta solve this. It's like, wait, is that easy, right? What, what, what? Uh, and then, yeah. And say so it's like, you're gonna be the one. And then... You are the one. And it's kind of... Our, I am the one. We are all the one. <laughs> that wrong show. I know. Um, but <laughs> it kind of is kind of confirmation, at least a little bit of Jack's theory when we see Locke at the very end slash man in black yeah. and say, then they're not all dead. Nope. Got to go finish what I started. Yeah. That's pretty suspicious. You can say he's, eh. he, he's pretty, you can tell he's, he tends to hide his anger pretty well, but there he's kind of like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, considering he was trying to get them all in one, he only killed three of them. Mm-hmm. There's still Jack. Hurley and Sawyer and Sawyer. So I guess he killed about half of them. Yeah. He doesn't care about Kate. Yeah. As far as he knows, Kate is not a candidate anymore. Oh, by the way, I've thought as y'all reminded me of the name of the episode, it's called the candidate. The only 
place we heard the candidate or a candidate was in the sideways with John telling Locke he'd be a candidate for surgery. Mm -hmm. But I'm, no pun intended, lost on who the candidate was for this episode. Yeah, no, you could have also called it the candidates, plural. That would feel more apt to the episode as a whole. Mm -hmm. It's not like there was one person that was identified as the candidate and the show focused on them for this episode. I mean, I guess there have been some episode titles that really focused on what was going on in the Flash, whether it was Flashback, Flash Sideways, or Flash Forward, or whatever. No, we were saying it didn't move around. It really, Sideways-wise, it was a Jack episode. It's all it really was. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, Locke was an important player, too, and Claire. But yeah, in some ways, it kind of was a Jack episode. He's the one doing everything. But I guess... It's still the candidate because, like you said, that's what Jack's search was sort of about in Flash Sideways. And then they're just using the candidate wording play because they've used it on Island before. But yeah, I, I, I see your point. So uh, next time is Across the Sea. Which is a very unique episode. Yeah. Even for Lost. Yeah, this is where we finally get our Jacob flashback episode. Yeah. Dude! <laughs> A little teaser for next time. Oh, man. <laughs> but meanwhile, we will be in mourning for Saeed and the Quans. Poor Saeed. He, had, he has had a very rough life. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's had a rough afterlife, as far as we've seen so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. His brother is married to the love of his life. And, oh, dang, I forgot that that business with... I'm sorry, this was left over from the last episode, I guess. But Go ahead. Desmond... And Saeed talking, I love that. Desmond's asking the perfectly brilliant and appropriate question. Mm. So what are you going to tell her? Yeah, and, if you get her back. And that's like exactly what was happening in the flash sideways. Mm. Uh, when Nadia's saying, what did you do? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It is a good point. And he can't tell her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yet, confirmation, Desmond is alive. Somehow Desmond got, got, uh, got through to Saeed's intelligence. Which, I've mentioned this on the podcast, but you probably didn't hear it, Janelle. I said earlier that Saeed, even though he was infected, presumably, when he came back from the dead. It's interesting. He actually said, he brought me back to life. Yeah. That's, that's, Which I had forgotten that he attributed it to... To Locke. That's, yeah. That is interesting. But at the same time, just being infected doesn't mean you're completely... It's not a brainwashing, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's is more interesting. Of a, tilting i guess yeah it's kind of what it feels like mm-hmm. which it makes some sense i would say like because we saw ben was healed by island magic and they said this is going to darken him which did, it did but did, we were seeing him on the road to redemption yeah did he actually dark no he said it would always be different because we It'll had, always be different we had yeah. this we had i well when we re-listened to our episode of that uh-huh because it didn't become dark until season six when we we're like there's something wrong with this water well true true so I never know whether it was just that he won't remember stuff and he won't ever be the same that way. I'm ambivalent which way you should read it. He you know what I'm saying? Lost his innocence too or something else. That, yeah, okay. I think that's the saying oh, that he said. Oh, lost his Okay, I can go with that. So okay. it's not, it was, he wasn't an infection, but it was something, he lost his innocence. There's still something. And it makes sense because Man's Black's thing is he corrupts people. Yeah. He can't, he can't, he can't make them do anything. I mean, that's this whole season. Yeah. He doesn't make them do anything. He just... Tilts them a certain Basically direction. pushes them until they want to do it themselves. I mean, I guess we really don't know what the details were. I mean, the biggest infection, infected person we've ever seen was Rousseau's lover, fiance, husband, yes. whoever that guy was, mm-hmm. who went after Went crazy. Went crazy. So I don't, we don't really know the extent of 
we assume he was a brainwashing. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe somehow the guy really had been like been talked yeah. over to a side. I don't know what. And it seemed like that was a more direct him, infection than say yeah. the water. Yeah, that could be. That could be. But anyway, we're just speculating on something that's not really going to ever that's, be that's fully what, detailed. That's what happens near the end of this show is that then there's all these pieces that connect that you just want to like flesh out, flesh a out more. a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I think that's one reason people like to rewatch it because it has enough of that. The characters are always solid. Yep. It has enough of that ambiguity that people are like, hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Anything else? Where has Ben been this whole time? They're in Dharmaville. They yeah. were walking back to Dharmaville. With Richard. Richard said, all right, we need to blow up that airplane. You still have some explosions over in the village, right? And Ben's like, yeah, okay, I'll hear. I'll let's yeah. go over there. And it was just the two of them that weren't there, right? Yep, yep. Natasha, you had something? Also, uh, just throwing out there, Lapidus. We don't know what happened to him. Got knocked out, and stuff. <laughs> I would guess so. The, the, the mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was. I remember being very worried about him. I mean, Saeed for sure was dead. Son of Jen, unfortunately, yeah, are very much dead. The Peters are like, uh, I think I. I don't know. Yeah, that's so, true. So I lost track of that. To be continued. All right, so this is, episode has gone on plenty long, but <laughs> it'll get longer, guys. <laughs> no, don't say that. Got across the sea next. Well, no. <laughs> anyway, rest in peace, son, Jin, and Saeed. We'll miss you. We'll see you in the flash sideways, brother. And we did. Well, we did. We saw Jen right yeah. in the hospital right after, yeah. but we'll see you some more of them, I think. All right, and until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And Janelle. And Natasha. Bye bye.